Hi, and welcome to episode 62 of 5 Minutes of Rum. Notes on rum, a few minutes at a time. My name is Kevin Updegrove. One of the red flags for me when I'm looking into new rums is the heavy presence of marketing. It's true that the world of spirits is a very competitive market and that to compete against huge companies, newer brands need to stand out on the shelf. Sometimes that literally means a unique physical bottle. Other times it's an outlandish label. It's also common to see elaborate backstories to accompany a new product. But obviously the important part is what lies behind the marketing. If you transported the contents into a plain bottle, what are you left with? In this episode, I'll discuss Real McCoy five-year rum from Barbados, as well as an overproof rum from Mount Gay, also from Barbados, and I'll share the recipe for a Barbados tea. It's all Barbados all the time in this episode of 5 Minutes of Rum. And quickly, I want to say thank you to Forrest Coakley, who has, he helped arrange an interview with me for the Rum Lab. The Rum Lab is an online rum resource, and they also send out a weekly newsletter that features multiple articles per issue, plus a rum connoisseur interview. I was interviewed for the October 14th, 2016 edition, and if you want to read it, there's a link in the old show notes. Uh, they always interview real rum professionals, and so I thought it was cool that they made an exception for me. Uh, self-deprecating humor aside, I was honored to be asked uh, for that interview, so please go check it out. Now, the rum being featured in this episode is the Real McCoy 5-Year Rum. Uh, this is a private label rum with a nice marketing hook built in uh, over top of a solid rum foundation. As I mentioned a few moments ago, normally heavy-handed marketing like this gives me pause, uh, but it's usually not a good idea to dismiss something without trying it. Um, the producer in this case is called Real McCoy Spirits. Uh, the legend behind the rum, the legend is of William or Bill McCoy, a rum runner from Prohibition. Now, as the story goes, Bill McCoy loaded up a boat with booze from the Caribbean. Uh, he set sail for New York City and set up shop three miles offshore as a liquor store, three miles being the quote-unquote international waters limit in that time, in that time during Prohibition. Now, furthering the legend, Bill McCoy was said to have a reputation for not messing with the rum. He was not cutting it with chemicals or diluting it with uh, non-rum additives. Bill McCoy is said to have been a non-drinker and prided himself on being a honest lawbreaker. Now, it's worth noting that McCoy wasn't exclusive to rum. He smuggled rye, Irish whiskey, Canadian whiskey, along with other spirits as well as wine. Arguably, he was more famous for running whiskey, but you know, rum is a cool story, so let's focus on that. Uh, McCoy was captured by the U.S. Coast Guard on November 23rd, 1923. Ultimately, he served nine years, uh, excuse me, nine months in jail for his crimes, and that signaled the end of his bootlegging days. So with that backstory, let's, let's look at the rum itself, the Real McCoy 5. Now, the Real McCoy 5 rum, uh, that comes in a relatively squat clear bottle with a basic brown label on the front and the back. It has a synthetic cork stopper with a plastic top on it. Um, and is a light brown fluid in the bottle and in the glass. It looks like rum. looks like if you were to drop a color picture of rum, that's probably how you would draw it. Uh, when it comes to aroma, uh, I first picked up some light woodiness and then a mild astringency. Um, gives off really kind of, a, again, a straight rum vibe. Um, and betraying what I already know about this rum um, and its background, um, that's not surprising. Um, as it aerated a little bit in the glass, I picked up some light sweetness and, and maybe even a little bit of faint grass and a little faint earth in the scent. Um, it's subtle in most ways as opposed to being really pungent. Now, also, don't forget when you're tasting, uh, take that first sip and spit it out just to condition your mouth. Uh, I've already done that, so uh, let's just consider it preconditioned. Now, I took that first real sip. It has a nice medium body. Uh, it's real easy on the swallow with a lingering spice and heat that radiate out well after the sip. So very, very enjoyable. Now, it's not so dry as to make you pucker when you sip it. Uh, but at the same time, not too sweet. It doesn't taste like there's been sugar added to it because I know for a fact there hasn't been. Um, now, in terms of finish, I found this rum to have a really nice lengthy finish. It fades in slowly and then 
or excuse me, fades in slowly, like the finish kind of fades in, like, oh, now I'm feeling it. And then it lingers and fades out even slower. Uh, lingers a little bit around the gums and warms your throat nicely. Um, it changes a little bit, like I said, as it fades in and out over the course of the finish, which indicates a really nice complexity. In fact, my favorite part of this rum is really the nice, long, complex finish. Um, it, to sum up this rum, for me, this is a really pleasing, it's really pleasing as a sipping rum, a good recommendation for someone who wants to taste a well-made rum. So it's not like the recommendations I've had for other rums in the past where I've said, hey, if your whiskey drinking friends want to drink a rum, which one did you give them? This is a rum for those who want to taste rum. Uh, and of course, I'm also try, keen to try this in cocktails, which, spoiler alert, I already have, because uh, at the time when I was sipping it before I'd actually made cocktails with it, I was thinking that it would its character would be evident in cocktails. So uh, to sum up, it's a, a well-made, delicious, and versatile rum at a really fair price. Uh, personally, for me, I think this will fit in as a sipping rum or as a single cocktail rum. Now, when it comes to production, um, the information provided by Real McCoy Spirits, so Bailey Pryor is the founder of Real McCoy Spirits, and he came to the idea for rum when producing a documentary on Bill McCoy, who we just spoke about a couple minutes ago. Uh, he was doing that documentary for PBS. Now, while researching, he met Richard Seal from Four Square Distillery. As you have no doubt figured out by now, Real McCoy rum is Barbados rum from the Four Square Distillery. Now, Real McCoy is upfront about the production of their rum, in no small part probably because they partnered with Richard Seal from Foursquare who is well known for producing high quality, no nonsense rums in Barbados. And if you're real McCoy spirits, why not take advantage of that? So um, as with the rum from the legend with this rum, there's no additives, no sugar or otherwise uh, other, other additives to the spirit. Uh, it's molasses, water, and yeast um, as the basis of the fermentation. The rums are single distilled and they're distilled as a combination of column still and pot still. So they have some pot still distillate, that adds body uh, pungency and, and flavor, and then the column distillate, that, which provides that really clean, precise backbone to build your rum upon. So these two distillates are blended. Uh, the ratio of pot to column uh, distillate is not provided by them on the website. Um, and then the rum is aged in American oak bourbon barrels. Now, in the case of this rum here today, that's five years of aging, and that is a straight five years, not a blend of different aged rums that average out to five. It's, five, it's rum that's been aged for five years. Um, if you want a few more details presented by Bailey Pryor in short video form, there's a link in the show notes where you can see, catch a couple of, uh, on their primary website, uh, they have a couple of short videos that give you a little visuals. They're not very long and give you a little bit more detail on the production process. I know for, uh, frequent listeners to five minutes of rum, a lot of that will be, um, that, you know, there'll be backstory you already know, but it's still good to go, uh, check it out as a refresher. Uh, where can you find this from? Real McCoy has distribution in, uh, as, far as, as far as I can read, 13 states as of the recording of this episode. So here in California, they're relatively easy to find in your better liquor stores. Uh, you won't find it at the local Mega Mart. You're not going to find it at BevMo, though. Um, but again, any sort of well-stocked, well-regarded liquor store should have this on their shelves, or they should be able to get it for you. The 80-proof Real McCoy 5-year 750-milliliter bottle that I have here in front of me sent me back about 26 American dollars. Uh, if you like rum, I highly, rec highly recommend that you seek this one out. Uh, if you put aside the clever marketing, this is uh, on its own, just a very enjoyable rum. So let's stay on Barbados for another uh, rum, a bonus rum in this episode. That is the Mount Gay Refined Eclipse Barbados rum at 154 proof. Um, how did I come into this rum? On a recent visit to Northern California for the annual Forbidden Island parking lot sale, I received this bottle of rum 
uh, as a gift for my dad, who I believe had had it bestowed upon him previously. He wasn't the actual purchaser. So uh, for those of you scoring at home, I'm two for two in the last two years of getting gifted a bottle of rum when I go to the Forbidden Island parking lot sale. So I can go ahead and assure you that I'm going to make plans to go next year. Um, now, there's photos in the show notes, that, um, and you can actually see you know, uh, pictures of this bottle. Uh, but essentially, this is a liter bottle of Mount Gay Refined Eclipse Rum, which has been bottled at 154 proof or a whopping 77% alcohol by volume. Uh, since it looked pretty close to a modern Mount Gay label, or at least a modern one as of a few years ago before they did their rebranding, I didn't think this was an ancient specimen, uh, but at the same time, since the bottle was a liter and not 750 milliliters, uh, that's not the, U- the liter's not the U.S. standard, so I made the assumption that this was a rum that was picked up overseas. Um, and so uh, my curiosity peaked. I wanted to know what it was, and that meant off to the internet. Uh, the price tag on the bottle, that portion, gave me a few clues. Um, I knew it was purchased in or around Barbados at a store called Cave Shepherd, and the price in U.S. dollars was a mere $7.85 for the liter bottle. The price tag dates this rum to uh, June of 1994. Uh, I think that that makes this the, <laughs> unfortunately, the oldest bottle in my collection. Now, not the oldest rum, mind you, but the oldest dated container. Uh, so this this rum is great evidence that aging stops when the rum is bottled. This is not a 22-year-old rum. Um, other than that, there were very few clues about this bottle online. A trip to the Ministry of Rums page on the Mount Gay Distillery had one throwaway line that was interesting that said, quote, if you look closely at the labels on these pages, you should notice that the refined Eclipse label is 154 proof. This, however, is not exported, end quote. Um, it's not uncommon for higher than 80 proof rums to be popular in the Caribbean, so that it makes sense that this could be a quote-unquote locals-only type of situation. Um, I mean, aside from the obvious duty-free path out of Barbados, um, that's the other reason why I thought it might be a, a, a Caribbean-based rum. Um, but that's, you know, again, that's... Um, that's a one-off basis that's not made for distribution, um, except for, you know, if you take the duty-free path out of Barbados, you might bring one home, but that's not anything that's going to be distributed. That's individuals bringing something home. Now, I was curious to know if this is still on the market or still on sale in Barbados, and I couldn't find that out online, so I sent an email and asked Josh from Inuakena, um, who in the recent past had visited the Mount Gay, distillery, excuse me, Mount Gay facility in Barbados. Anecdotally, it doesn't sound like this is a currently sold product, uh, my attempts to see a store shelf in Barbados did not succeed. Um, and Josh had mentioned that he did not see this on sale or he did not recall seeing this on sale. So if any listeners happen to know if this is a product that is still sold, send me a message. Uh, incidentally, Josh did mention that Mount Gay is set to release a cask strength version of their XO rum. Their XO is a fine sipping rum and the cask strength version sounds intriguing. I think that's supposed to be released in October of 2016. And hey, that's now. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Now, best as I can determine, this is a standard Mount Gay refined Eclipse rum, not unlike what was discussed in episode 10 as the base for a homemade spiced rum, but at a much higher proof than the standard 86 proof that they normally bottle at. So uh, briefly on the production process of Mount Gay Eclipse, um, this is a molasses-based rum fermented two to three days with a proprietary yeast, of course. Uh, The wash is split and distilled two different ways. Part goes into a pot still and is responsible for adding body and stronger flavor compounds. Stop me if this sounds familiar from like three minutes ago. Uh, The rest is put through a two-column still and distilled to 95% alcohol. The column distillate is the primary component of the final rum with the pot distillate adding flavor and body. Now, 
Um, the rum is put into oak for aging uh, and put into oak at approximately 65 to 75% alcohol by volume. Um, I read another report online that pegged that number at about 86%, but the most recent articles I read suggested the 65 to 75% ABV range. Aging lengths vary, but once they've achieved what the master blender needs, the final blend is filtered again. It's diluted to bottling uh, strength and then bottled. Uh, being a rum from Barbados, sugar is not added. The rum here is the rum. And given that this particular bottle is boasting 77% ABV, either it was not diluted after aging and filtration, or it went into aging at a higher ABV than the current 65 to 75% ABV range. To learn much more about Mount Gay's distillery, check out the links in the show notes. You'll learn, for instance, that according to Barbados law, a distillery cannot bottle its products at the same location where they are produced. Liquor laws are kind of weird sometimes. I'm sure there's a reason for that. I just can't figure out what it is. Um, so enough talk. Let's try this thing out and try not to fry our palate, shall we? Now, I uh, already tasted this before. I'm not going to taste it again right now. So I'm just going to review my notes from that tasting. Uh, the appearance, this is a tall, stout, one-liter bottle with a plastic cap and a one-time, uh, st- and, and a, it has on the bottle, uh, a one-time standard Mount Gay Eclipse label. In other words, this it has what looked like their normal label at one time. They've since rebranded and changed their bottle style, so it doesn't look like this now. But there was nothing aside from a couple extra stickers to make this uh, stand out as an overproof rum. The rum itself is a brown copper color in the bottle and in the glass. Uh, nothing notable in terms of a green tint near the top of the liquid in the glass when you hold it up to the light, so not really getting a high degree of uh, uh, indication of aging in that case. Uh, aroma, from if you sip from the bottle, the rum is fragrant. Uh, it's almost a sherry-type aroma, not the astringency bomb I expected for the proof. Uh, when nosed from the glass, however, things opened up more, and I got that really nose-altering characteristics. So uh, if I were to suggest, I would suggest breathing in carefully, and at that point, the sherry notes that I got when I uh, breathed it or smelled it directly from the bottle, those are all gone. Uh, there is a fruitiness and light sugar, uh, not much trace of a barrel or spice. And when going in for a sip, the nose really hits you uh, once you're deep into the glass. Now, after the uh, the now traditional quick sip and rinse of my mouth, um, I can kind of already feel the heat making itself known and taking up residence on my tongue. Wow. Excuse me. Just remembering it just for a second, it kind of Brought back a little memory, so I just need a moment. Uh, for the next sip, it felt very dry with a lighter body than I expected on, um, compared to other Mount Gay rums. Could be the high proof taking over my senses. Uh, certainly at that point, there was heat and pepper, and the fruit that I had smelled transitioned into something uh, very faintly resembling green apple. Uh, that said, this rum is mostly about the heat and really not a lot else. The finish, uh, the finish was certainly hot, but compared to the the real McCoy Five, it didn't linger in that similarly similarly pleasant way. Uh, a few too many sips, neat, and I can tell that this would actually wreck my palate. Um, hot and spice on hot and spice notes on the initial swallow, then some sharp heat on the tongue, and what feels like a fire forming down below. Um, at the risk of making it gross, I also could start to feel saliva collect in my mouth, and what I can only assume is my mouth is a defense mechanism for what I was putting it through. Now. I thought this was, you know, even though I don't normally sip rum with ice, this is a fine candidate for adding an ice cube and seeing what changes. Uh, it's kind of a fun experiment to do with a higher proof rum. So I added an ice cube and, and noted the following changes. The It started to mute the astringency on the nose, which is probably not unexpected. So that allowed a little bit more of the sweetness to come through. Uh, similarly, the taste was toned down to the point where it allowed more of the rum to be noted instead of being like all heat. Um, but it definitely did not make enough of a change to make this a sipping rum. Uh, similarly, the finish cooled down a bit, 
uh, but still lingered a long while deep in the throat. So summary on this rum, I, I, I was thinking while tasting this that I would want to use this in a punch. That's what I kept thinking. I knew that going in that this was not going to be a sipping rum, but there's potential for it in cocktails. Um, and it's a fun experiment to have this bottle around because I think deployed carefully, I can see this would be, would be a fun rum to play with. Uh, but strictly as a um, head-to-head overproof, if there was a head-to-head overproof competition, there are definitely other overproofs that I would prefer over this one. And ultimately, I was very excited to receive this rum and I wanted to share it here on the show, but I couldn't in good conscience make it the sole rum in an episode because as far as I can determine online, this rum isn't available anymore. And if it is, it's only available in Barbados. So hence the supplementary rum of this episode. The cocktail in this episode is called the Barbados Tea or just Barbados Tea. Uh, For this cocktail, I was inspired to try and use lemon and club soda more. um, As I noticed quite a few recipes in the new Smuggler's Cove book, incorporate those ingredients in assorted ways sometimes one sometimes the other sometimes both but they were um, somewhat common things that i picked up on as i read the different recipes there also is a recipe in the book called barbados punch which is an interpretation of a traditional barbados concoction so cobbling together these ideas with the high strength rum i wanted to make something like a swizzle with lots of crushed ice Uh, combining lemon and honey as the sweetener made me think of either a cup of tea or a glass of iced tea Um, and the club soda there would help lengthen the drink. Um, I also wanted to make something basic that would hopefully work for both a high-proof rum as well as a standard-proof rum from Barbados. Um, Adding a dash of bitters helped, as you might expect, round out the drink and give it a bit more color. Um, I did play around a bit with the proportions of the sweetener and citrus as I was making this drink and trying to adjust it. So please, um, based on the final recipe, adjust it to fit your palate. In my version, I'd end up straying away from the standard planter's punch ratio and up the sour a little bit. I did try some different amounts of citrus, again, upping it a little bit in my case in the final version. And I tried a couple of different sugars, like a combination of honey and demerara or just demerara. But in most cases, the intro of an alternate syrup just made it heavy in the wrong kind of way. Now, the recipe for the Barbados tea is two ounces of blended aged rum, in this case, the Real McCoy 5, one ounce of fresh lemon juice, one ounce of honey mix. That's a two to one honey to water mix in that, uh, in that particular syrup one ounce of soda water, and one dash of Angostura bitters. To create it, fill a Collins glass with crushed ice, add all of the ingredients except the soda water, and then swizzle or stir until chilled. Once you've done that, uh, you'll notice that the ice will travel down the glass a little bit. Refill your glass to the top with crushed ice and swizzle again until the glass frosts over. And then on top of that, float the soda water and garnish with a lemon peel and you know one of your nifty swizzle sticks you have from your collection. When you, when you taste this drink, this is going to be a, a light, refreshing, even crisp swizzle. It's going to be unlike something like a 151 swizzle, for example, uh, hence the other reason for not putting swizzle in the name because that carries a little bit of expectation along with it. Uh, this is more akin to a refreshing glass of, of drink on a hot day. Uh, but go slow. It may be a little too easy drinking, um, so you know, be careful. No need to power down four of these in an hour. Uh, now, of course, I wanted to try the same recipe with the Mount Gay 154, so I did. Um, I found it drinkable for one who often enjoys a strong rum drink, but it's not what I'd call balanced. Uh, So the natural solution, of course, was to blend the two rums that I had in this episode. I dubbed this one the Gotham Tea. Uh, I'm content in the knowledge that that is indecipherable as a name, but I'm going with it. The Gotham Tea is one ounce of blended aged rum. Again, Real McCoy 5 in this case. One ounce of blended overproof rum. In this case, Mount Gay Refined Eclipse Barbados Rum 154. That name is a mouthful. Let's just say Mount K-154. One ounce of lemon juice, 
fresh lemon juice. I know I didn't mention that before, but I think at this point everybody knows fresh juice tastes better. One ounce of honey mix, one ounce of soda water, one dash of Angostura bitters. Again, fill a Collins glass with crushed ice. Add all the ingredients except the soda water. Swizzle or stir until chilled. Refill with crushed ice. Swizzle or stir until the glass frosts. Float the soda water and garnish with a lemon peel and a nifty swizzle stick. And now this resulted in a swizzle with a bit more punch that the over, from the overproof, but didn't lose uh, itself completely in the rum. So still maintained a little bit of balance, but gave you a little bit more of that rum flavor. Now, of course, given that Mountain Gay 154 isn't actually available, you may want to substitute in something like a, I don't know, a Cruise On 151 for a lighter overproof to get the alcohol by volume without a big change in flavor, or maybe mix in some Ray and Nephew to get a more pungent aromatic element, or even better, maybe some Plantation Overproof but that's a tale for another time. That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. Show links are up on the 5 Minutes of Rum website. That's number5minutesofrum.com. The show is also on iTunes as 5 Minutes of Rum. On iTunes, you can subscribe, you can rate the show, and you can leave a review. Reviews help. Thank you very much if you've left a review. The show is also on Twitter and Instagram as at 5 Minutes of Rum. That's at symbol number 5 Minutes of Rum. You can send in comments, corrections, feedback, and requests via the 5 Minutes Rum website, or on Twitter, or on Instagram. And now, go get some Barbados rum.